What's up, Freedom Church family? We are so glad that you've decided to join us today. Here at Freedom Church, we believe that God's word is crucial to experiencing his true freedom. We pray that you will find hope and that God will speak to you wherever you are through today's message. I uh, decided to take the day off today, y'all. Y'all don't hate me. I know. I love y'all. But not so much take the day off as much as I wanted to bless y'all. I really did. Um, just like Pastor Micah is my friend, y'all, Pastor Frank is my friend as well. And um, they, they call us the, the three musketeers, okay? Because wherever we go, we just create disaster. It's just... It's, it's just a disaster. I'll start preaching. Frank starts prophesying. Micah starts laying hands. And all of a sudden, people are crying. It wasn't because we hurt their feelings. It's the presence of God that was in their place. Okay? But Pastor Frank has an anointed voice in this generation. He leads probably one of the best youth groups I've ever been a part of. Okay? At Life Church. And um, God has called him to lead our younger generation for now, right? He knows that his time is coming. And, um, but I know that God has a word. So I want you to open up your ears. I want you to open up your spirit to what God has to say. And I want y'all with everything in your power to make the biggest noise for Pastor Frank as he comes up here. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Amen. Um, so just like um before I came, whose phone is it? There you go. That's y'all. Um, I'm gonna stay right here right now. Um and band, don't go anywhere. Um I I just been asking like a bunch of people to pray. Um, when pastor called me, first of all, can we just show some love to your pastors, please? Both of them, please. Both of them. Um, automatically I'm calling everyone to pray. I got a bunch of prayer warriors and, uh, mama trace, uh, is our children's pastor. She can pray the paint off the walls. Okay. For real, for real. And I, I just asked God, I said, God, what do you want to say? God gave me a word. Um, but I, three things I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. I'm going to prophesy, and I'm going to preach today, okay? All right, y'all buckle in, because um, automatically, the night I start praying for this service, God automatically spoke to me and gave me a word, okay? All right, so um, this couple right here, I don't know y'all names, I'm sorry. So y'all come here, please. And Pastor Gill, come here, please. Um, can I prophesy? All right, cool. Let me see something. Um, here's the deal. Um, and is there anyone else called to, that was in ministry at one point in time and not anymore? They're just, they're here. Anyone else in the room? I just want to be sure. Anybody else was called to ministry? You stepped away. Now you're going to come back. Anybody else? Just be sure. Okay, listen, listen. This is what the Lord showed me both of y'all, right? The first, I mean, moments after I started praying, um, there is a second wind, second wind coming to you. The revelation that God is about to open up to you is bananas. I, when I used to see people prophesy, they started to prophesy and blow on people. I'm like, Jesus, don't let nobody blow on me, you know? Like, and I don't want to blow on anyone else, you know what I mean? But, but the wind and the blow, the, how God's about to blow on you, but all of you guys, you guys are getting your second wind. And God's going to give you wisdom. He's going to give you knowledge. And he's going to give you uh, for this generation um, because of what is to come because God is expanding this ministry, this ministry. So what is to come is gonna be massive. Um, and, and so he's, he told me that you all, you, you, you guys are about to really have an encounter with the Lord to advance the kingdom of God. The wisdom that God is about to give you, this is a cloak of wisdom. This is a mantle of wisdom that you guys are going to pick up in this season. I, I saw it because in this land, it used to be used to be called the Tampa Bay, the region of, of revival. What is it called? One of that. But you guys are picking up. Some mantles hit the ground. And these mantles are about to be picked up by you all. 
I need everyone to point their hands because God is about to mantle them. He's about to give them mantles. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for the mantles of God that you're going to put on them and that, God, you will use them. Thank you, Lord God, for the revelation that you're going to give them. Let the anointing of God flow strong in their lives in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that the plans and purposes of God will prevail in Jesus' name. Fresh anointing, fresh fire, fresh anointing, fresh fire, fresh anointing, fresh fire in the name of Jesus, I pray. May they like no good thing in Jesus' name. Let all their possessions be blessed because your presence is with them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Watch how God does this. And I want to let you guys know that, I mean, I know that when God wakes me up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep, it's usually because God wants to speak. Um, so you guys, in, God will give you rest. He will give you strength. But you're going to have some encounters with the Lord randomly because God wants to pour that wisdom on you guys, okay? I'm just letting y'all know this is the first thing, the very first thing. The second thing is you. I, I, I forgot your name. I'm sorry. Um, but there's so much clarity that's coming your way. And God wants to speak very clear to you. It's very important in this season that is coming that you get very, very quiet before the Lord. Quiet. Uh, you don't need to hear a bunch of voices right now. You, don't need, you need to get in the presence of God. The Bible says if we draw near to him, he'll draw, if we draw near to him, he'll draw near to us. And this season, this is your season to draw near to him and be quiet. Hear his voice because he is speaking to you. He's giving you clear direction on what to do and how to do it. I don't know what you're praying for, but the, the second person I saw was you. Okay, and God is about to give you clarity, and He's telling you to be quiet. Shh, study yourself to be quiet in this season. Okay, all right, sweet, amen. Um, this is the easy one. This is the easy word the Lord gave me. Um, by January, you two right here, you have to release one song in January. You have to. Are you in the studio yet? Yes. Okay. I, okay. You literally in the studio right now. Good. Okay. Now, there's one song that you're going to release in, in January. It is going to blow up. It's, it literally is going to blow up, okay? Um, I'm, listen, the Lord has been talking about the, the people at the gate. We're asking God to give you favor with the people at the gate, the gatekeepers of, of the industry. So this song can be sang around the whole world. God is going to use your voice. I'm looking at both of you guys, actually, not just you, but, 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 but as a couple, God's going to grace you guys to be able to use your voice around the world with this, with this music that God's going to drop. But this one song, you have to, by any means necessary, get that done. This one song that you will sing, and the world will sing it. The world will sing it. Watch what I say. Okay? It is very important that you guys make that top priority. Do not let anything stop you from getting to getting to that point that moment that's an easy one i know that the lord hands on your lives already that's another one here's the here's the one that the lord showed me as you guys were worshiping um as this was the tampa bay um the region what is it called it was the um uh tampa bay the region of holy spirit there you go bay of the holy spirit right 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 there are revivalists in this land and there was a move there were moves of god around tampa bay and here's what, as we were worshiping, he told me the mantle of revivalists, you guys are going to pick up. And God is going to use you to bring revival when you guys are worshiping God. God's going to bless your marriage as well. He's going to strengthen your marriage. There is so much God is going to do in your marriage. But as you guys are going forth in ministry, God is going to use you to be revivalists in this time, in this era, and you will see the hand of God. 2024 is going to be a bananas year for you guys. This is the door. This is the year of open door, Rosh Hashanah. This is actually like the. This is the. This this door you guys are about to walk into is going to be overwhelming. Your job is to stay in the presence of God. This is not your your gifts. It's not your talent. It is Him who's going to do it. Stay on your knees. Get in the presence of God. Hear His voice. Be obedient to what He says. The first time you get out of His His presence, listen. Run back to it by any means necessary. Stay covered. Stay hidden into the in, in the presence of God. Amen. That's the easy one. That's that was the hard one. The easy one was the first one. The second one was the hard one because this mantle that you guys are picking up, it requires it requires you to really really uh, lean into what God is doing. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Um, let's preach.
<laughs> Amen. 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 Um, man, I, I want to prophesy more, and I will. <laughs> um, um, and, and so we we have um, seasoned saints, and we got a little bit of everything in this room right here, right? Um, nothing is wasted. No thing wasted. Everyone said no thing wasted. There's nothing wasted. God is actually doing some things in this land. Um, and today, uh, I'm going to te- um, speak on uh, the subject, please let the anointing speak. Please, please. Everyone say, please. please. Look at your other neighbor. Look at your neighbors and say, please. please. No, no, say it. But listen, I work, I work with kids, so y'all got to get loud. Y'all going to have to get funny with me. Say, please. 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 Let the anointing speak. Amen. Father, use me as your vessel. Sit me down. You have to stand up. I have nothing enticing to say. Um, I just want to be led by you. And I want your words to actually penetrate the hearts and the minds of your children. Even me, Father. Let the anointing anointing of God speak today. In the master's name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Everyone says. Have a seat, have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Um, I have a word today, and and I've been really kind of um, seeing how God God wants to move and, and just really kind of worn with this word. And and um and, and so <laughs> funny story, um, you my friend, I'm sorry, here's real quick, I'll snap back in real quick. Um, you know when 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 David went to go play. Uh, the harp for Saul, and the Bible says that when he played the harp, the evil spirits left. I pray that anointing on you, that as you play the drums and you play, that the Lord will use you to, to drive out evil spirits off of people. So you're just not a drummer, you're an anointed drummer in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that this, this, this right here will be uh, the thing that really sets forth um, uh, the lineage inside of your lineage. I don't know if you have any children, but I pray your children are blessed uh, because of your obedience to actually follow the Lord and play in the Lord's house. But as you serve, I pray the anointing of God will fall strong on you. And as you play, evil spirits will leave in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. So I, I was looking at Matthew 21, and we're going to go into Matthew 21. I speak pretty loud. I speak pretty low, so I know I'm, do I need to come down? Cool. All right. So um, I speak pretty low, but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go through this thing really, really quick. Uh, and then I pray um, that God is going to open up some some opportunities to minister to a few people in the room tonight. Um, Matthew 21 verses 18 through 22. Uh, it says early in the morning as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Everyone say hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered up. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, the axe? Jesus replied, truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what, um, you can do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to the mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. Everyone say, it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Today, I, I was, uh, actually yesterday, uh, we were at the house, and um, I am very big on impacting my community uh, wherever I go. I believe that God sends us and puts us in places uh, so that we can actually impact uh, for the kingdom of God. And you're not just sent to your job or to your community uh, just to sit there and have goosebumps or have great services and go back to your community, have goosebumps all up in here, and then you go back to the community, and it's still the same way. Sooner or later, if you're sent to a community, you're at your job, there should be some type of change. Say amen to that. So three things today we're going to talk about. Everyone say people, People. places, Places. things. Brina was in my message today. 
Should I start a should I, should I start a things? Let's start a things. Let's start a things. Um, um, uh, in order for us to actually make some things happen in our communities or the places that we are going to be, we're going to have to release some things. Everyone say release some things. Release some things. What I found out is that sometimes uh, when God is looking to use us, uh, he, founds, he finds us holding on to some things. Whose bungles are these? Can I use this real quick? Can I get a, a, a strong young man up here to hold this really quick? Can I use this? There you go, Cam. Come on, Cam. Let's go. Come on. You better flex. He's three years married. You know what I mean? You got that three-year married strength. Okay. Uh, a lot of times what happens is, is that um, God is actually trying to use us in different places. And when we go to places, he sees us. Hold that thing up strong, strong man. Come on. <laughs> God is trying to give us truth that sets us free. God is trying to give us purpose that gives us direction. He's trying to help us to, get, to understand the plan he has for us. But every time he comes to us or some of us, what happens is, is that he's trying to give it to us. But we have some things... Oh, that sounds good. Uh, we have some things that are that we're holding on to. What are the things? What are the things? Put it down. Put it down. What are the things that we're holding on to? It is that it is that uh, unforgiveness. It is that it is that selfishness. It is that it, it's some things that God is saying. I need you to actually let go. Why? Because I can't work with that. I, I can't work with that unforgiveness in your heart. I remember a couple months ago, I told Pastor Israel and them um, not too long ago, um, there was a pastor who hurt me and my family. And uh, if you're a family man, you got kids, I'm going to be honest with you, it's kind of hard to forgive those who hurt your family. You can do something to me, but don't you dare touch my family and my kids. You know what I mean? I got the spirit of Peter on me. I'll chop some of the ears off. You know what I mean? <laughs> legit, legit, legit. But, 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 but I, was, I was really wrestling with this thing. Um, and, and I was driving, and, and, and I was reading in Acts and it says um, repent it tells you to repent and then you will be filled and, and the Lord said um, Frank I can't do anything with that hatred in your heart I said Lord Jesus me right now the pastor you know youth ministry is going well he said yeah yeah I can't do nothing else with that I need you to forgive the person who hurt you I said he hurt me you said it he said yeah He's, I need you to be like Jesus and forgive those, even though they have hurt you. I need you to forgive him because I want to do something with you, but I got to ask you to let the things go so that I can actually use you. And so there's some people in here that I believe that you held on to some unforgiveness. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Um, some of us are holding on to insecurities. Uh, you you are holding on to that insecurity. It's so good. You you boy, you wrestle that thing every day. You know what I'm saying? Like that ain't the makeup. Oh, that ain't the clothes. You know what I'm saying? What is she gonna think? What is she gonna think? We we often uh, wrestle with insecurities, and God says, "I need you to let it go." He said, "Because I have made you fearfully and wonderfully made." He said, "Listen, let that those insecurities go, because I have some things I want to give you. What are the things He wants to give you? He wants to give you a plan. He wants to give you a purpose. He wants to give you a vision. He wants to give you a legacy that will be blessed." Everyone say, "I've got to receive my things." God has so many things he wants to release to us, but we have to let go of some things so he can release some things in our lives. And so now I want to just talk to you guys, uh, just let you guys know there are going to be some things that you've got to let go in this season. And you're going to have to ask God, God, examine my heart. Listen, not examine him because we are very good at looking at him. Lord, mm-hmm, looking at her, looking at her red shirt over there. Mm-hmm. She has some things she needs to let go. And the real, the real talk is that, you know, you're pointing at her and you got three over pointing at you <laughs> and you need to let go of some of those things. And if I'm a pastor and I've seen God do a mighty things, crazy thing, I can tell you stories all day and I had hatred in my heart. There's some things that some of us are holding and we're saying that oh, it wouldn't be me. I don't have no hatred. I'm just like Jesus. OK, little Jesus, I see you. <laughs> I see you. We, we have to understand that God is looking at us and he's looking for us to have a pure heart and clean hands. He wants us to be sure that we are in position so he can use us. Just like this fig tree. He comes, he's going past the fig tree and he's looking at the fig tree. I'm looking for fruit. I'm looking for some type of fruit to eat because I'm hungry. Jesus said, I'm trying to use you. I'm trying to get something from you. But when I came to you, you had nothing. Why? Because you held on to the things that I told you. You've got to let go. 
And so in the season, God is saying, let go, because the season that you're going into, he has to give you things so you can be prepared for what is to come next, which is, thank you, Cam. I appreciate you so much. Three years married, strong man. Thank you so much. Um, show some love for Cam, please. Because as you, leave, you release the things in your life, what happens is God is going to send you to people. Everyone say people. People, people, people. I walked into a cafe one day, and uh, I just got paid. And um, I, don't know you, I don't know about you guys, but I'm on a youth pastor budget, okay? <laughs> and um, immediately, uh, the Lord had told me to buy this coffee for this young lady sitting at, at, the, at the counter. And I'm like, shoot, um, okay, I'm going to buy the coffee. So I buy her the coffee, okay? Buy her the coffee, hey, whatever she want, all right? And this girl decides she wants to actually order a double cappuccino with foam on it and vanilla on it. I was thinking just a black coffee. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I bought her the coffee. Holy Spirit said buy her coffee. I just bought it. I bought the coffee and um, <laughs> it was something else too. And so um, I, I, I'm like, okay, great. I'm trying to have small talk. And I'm like, man, okay, I needed that $20 for this drink. And so I leave and the following week, right, I go back. There's poetry going on. This is what she said. She said, um, last week, I wanted to kill myself, but someone bought me a coffee. Because she said she felt like no one had saw her. God, if God's anointing is on your life, he is going to call you to people. And wherever you at, there are going to be people who are hurting and need a savior that is Jesus Christ. Whose anointing is it? It is God's anointing through Jesus Christ. And so when you go places, understanding that if God has sent you to a place or people, he sent you to a place. Um, third point, number, places, he will send you to a people so that people can actually be free and, and, and actually encounter Jesus. Uh, I, I often go into places and God would send me and sometimes I ask God like why do you send me to these crazy places why do you send me I'm like this is crazy these kids is crazy all of these kids they smell they ain't got no deodorant on oh my goodness these kids want to fight and I'm like Lord help me I've been to schools I'm like Jesus what is going on I can't believe I am here I, I am an old youth pastor so sometimes like I'm not about to run after you you win, you know, like that's me. I'm not running. But um I got a, I got a young I got an associate, he's 24, like you run, Andy. Um but 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 when God sends you to a place to to a people, um he's looking for you to be the person to the snatch them out the out the pits of hell, snatch them out of the hands of Satan. He's calling you to a people because he's saying, listen, in this time, in this moment, I need to be able to bring uh, the anointed and to destroy the yokes of the enemy. I, I went behind um, school lines, school, school doors, and if you guys don't know, I'm very passionate about schools right now. I am upset about how things are happening in our schools. There has been multiple fights after fight after fight. I'm like, something has to change. Uh, I know that God has called me to a young people right now, a young generation for now. And so if anything um, rises up, I, am, I can't even watch the news. If I see something about kids, I cry. Um, by the way, um, the Lord says we have to pray for your, your kids here because there's a, a strong um, anointing on your kids. They will prophesy. Um, they also will preach at a young age, okay? Um, very, very young. I'm so glad you guys are here because we have to anoint your baby because I know you're going to do it later on. But um, these kids in the next two to three years will prophesy and preach, okay? You young men, you will prophesy and you will preach. He shook his head, yes. He all in. He all in. Yes, bless him, Lord. Um, and this is true. You will see your kids prophesy and preach. Uh, my youngest son, um, my neighbor, they were playing Fortnite the other day. I'll tell you two stories about that. My, they were playing Fortnite, and a little boy said, man, I suck. And just down at third, my son said, he said, you don't suck. You, you know, do you know Jesus? He, he just, he went straight in. Do you know Jesus? Repeat after me. Dear Jesus. We got it on camera, too. I'm going to post it. I'm listening. He, he, like, preached it to him. He said, now you have the love of Jesus. Amen. This is my seven-year-old, right? And then last week, I'm sitting here in church, and Pastor Ed, uh, um, I just want to give honor to Pastor Ed, our, my senior pastor. Um, but we are, he's praying, and he's prophesying to people, or Pastor Ben was doing, actually. And um, 
my younger, my oldest son, Frankie, he said, I look back, I'm like, where is Frankie? I can't find Frankie. Frankie know how to duck. I pray for my son. So I'm like, where's Frankie at? I'm turning around, and Frankie's laying hands on some boy. He like, like old school, like, he was like, he had a palm on his head. And I'm like, whoa, like, and like everyone's crying in the back row. I'm like, what are you praying about? He, he just going in. He's saying everybody else do it. He does it. Um, but our kids will do that because God is sending not just us, but our kids. They're in these schools, and God said the anointing that comes to destroy the yoke. And he said these young kids will go into these places. We're not supposed to always pull out our kids. My kids are homeschooled right now because kids at school are crazy. I'm praying to God, God, how do we get my kids prepared and ready to go back into schools? Because we got to set some things straight. And the anointing, uh, if you're anointed, guess what? You will be called into chaotic places. How do I know? Look at the prophets of old. They never. They weren't called into places that were always uh, roses and, and ice cream. I don't even know they had ice cream back in the day. They, they were called into places where chaos and everything was going crazy. He called them to a place because he knew that the people needed to be set free. And God is saying, you guys are called to a people to set some people free. Places. Everyone say places. Places, places, places. Um, for sure, that you guys have been sent to be put in, to be here, and wherever God is going to send you. Hear me out when I say this. When the Lord started talking about places, He started to share with me. I, I, I'm asking God, like God, why do you send? I'm serious. I did my prayer. I'm like, why do you send me over here? I, I live in Bushnell, which is an hour away from here, guys, <laughs> and I stick out. And, and, and so I was asking God, while asking God, this is a true story, I do stick out one time, one percent. I'm driving in my yard. This is what happens. I drive into my yard, and, and, and I'm looking at my, my rearview mirror, and I, I see a guy. He roll up on me on a bike. Talking about, you lost? I jump in my car like, you lost? <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? I'm already like thinking of my family and I'm trying to position myself like, I don't know this guy, how he roll up on me in my yard like this, right? And so he's talking to me and I'm talking to him and I'm on edge and he's on edge. He got a knife on his, on his, on his hip and I'm looking at him like, Jesus, you got to do something now. Next thing you know, I'm praying for the guy in my yard. And then the Lord started to share with me, I brought you here to actually win this, this whole neighborhood. I was like, you got four churches on this neighborhood, he said, but you, I sent you here. My wife, man, my, my wife, man, she's so amazing. She's at home right now. Um, actually, she was actually, um, they were, my family and her were actually asked to be at um, our church. We have a total kids in town. And Amanda has like, these headaches. We've been praying about these headaches. There are a reason why we've been praying about them. Um, but anyway, um, this little boy, he knocks on my door. <laughs> this little boy, you know Dennis and Menace? If Dennis and Minutes had a role model, this is him, okay? He's knocking on my door. This, yesterday, he's, he's making a beat. Boom. Boom. And he's ringing on. I'm like, yo, we coming. He was like, ding, 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 still big, making a beat. He's like, Frankie. <laughs> this is funny. Frankie, I got to tell you something. This is on camera. He said, I gained eight pounds, 26 plus two. This, I don't know where he get that math from. But, but so he's like, and I'm like, man, this kid, oh my goodness, okay. And I, I don't want him in my house, because I mean, one time I walk in my house, he's like standing on my couch. And you know that, you don't go to nobody's house standing on my couch. Do you stand on your mom's couch? Yes. Not in my house, get out of my couch. <laughs> this is the true story, okay? And I'm like, man, I tell my wife, get him out my house, man. This dude don't even have no boundaries. He don't know none of this. Like, he don't have no boundaries. And Amanda said to me, she said, she said, but maybe he's, this is the only love he gets. I'm like, mm, you're right. <laughs> so we let the boy stay. It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> like, you got to go home, brother. <laughs> and so I walk him home, and he goes to his door, and his mom was like, Yo, da, da, da. he's like, shut up. And he closes the door, and I'm like, Amanda's right. So then he's at the house yesterday. And I'm like, hey, I got to get my, rest my message prepared. I need him to go when I get home. And the man said, all this community you preaching, he is the community, Frank. 
oh, she's right again, you know? <laughs> Yo, you gotta have a good wife ready to clap back, you know what I mean? She, she got me. And this kid is sitting in my house, and, and he's asking for water, and he's sitting there in the house, and, and I realized, and I correct him too, because he's like, he said some stuff, and I said, hey, we don't talk like that. Yes, sir. That's love. He, 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 he's craving that love. And so God will send you to places to actually be the one who's going to be the light, the salt and light of the earth, right? We're supposed to be the ones. I know it's a very simplistic message, but here's the deal. All of us are sent to go somewhere into places, and sometimes we are sent to go to, uh, to, to reach a people. And, and he's also called us to be the thing, be the thing uh, or the person that has the things to be the blessing to those who are around us. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and add no sorrow. So are you a blessing to the places that you are? Are you a blessing to the people where you're at, where you're going? Are you, question mark, or did his people get on your nerves so much that you allow the anointing to be shut up in the car? Huh? That's a good one, right? Because I'm challenged. Because sometimes I don't want the anointing to speak. I'm like, Lord, listen, not today, Lord. The Lord said, no, no, today. You're going to use that anointing I put on you. Today, I, we ain't spend all that time in prayer for nothing. <laughs> he said, no, the time you spend in prayer and the anointing I put on your life, it is supposed to be applied wherever, where, when and wherever you go. I was in Boston. This is the, I got crazy stories, but this time, this one is crazy. This is, there was a drug dealer and, um, upstairs on the third floor. I'm on the bottom floor. In Boston, it snowed really bad. Um, thank you, Lord God, for delivering me from there. Hallelujah. He's a deliverer. <laughs> 126 feet of snow in Boston that year, a couple years ago. I, I, I was like, Lord, I think I heard you wrong. I did. I mean, I have never seen that much snow in my life. I mean, we would go to sleep, we live on the first floor, and legit, the snow would be above our window. I'm like, where did he do that at, God? Like, and the lady next door, the Italian lady, you have to get up at two, two times um, every two hours to dig your, your car out. I'm like, for real? She wasn't joking. I couldn't open my car door. I had to dig myself out. But, but um, this guy, I'm watching him. He comes out there. He's high as all get out. He comes out there. And I knew he was high. So I'm watching out the window, see what he's going to do. And he hits the gas coming out of his, out of his parking spot. Hit my car. I'm in shorts. It's snowing outside. I run outside. I'm like, yo, what you doing? I didn't hit your car. I'm like, first of all, I said, yo, what you doing? <laughs> so you did hit my car. And me and him, face to face, he's like 6'4". And I'm like, you see, I'm 5'7". Um, so he's like this, looking at me. And like we like nose and nose. And I, we're going at each other. I'm like, bro, you hit my car. No, no, go ahead. No, I'm not giving you nothing. I'm like, no, no, listen. I'm going to call the cops, or you're going to give me your information. And he saw him and I going back and forth. And Holy Spirit, at this time, told me, stop and pray for him. I was like, this is not the time, God. <laughs> this is not the time, Lord. Listen, listen. I'm like, come on. It's the, the spirit of David or something. Let's, let's war. No. Nope, nope, nope. Holy Spirit said, pray for him. I, I don't even know what was said. I just said, Holy Spirit told me to pray for you. I mean, I didn't have no emotion behind it. And, and he's like, Man, my this is, man, my girl just left me. I was like, oh man. Pray for him. I mean, he's sobbing like snot. You know, you crying bad when snot coming down. It was on my shirt too, so it kind of distracted me. This is like real stuff. I'm praying for him. Spirit of God drops in that in that little lobby area. We came inside because nothing's nothing. Uh, it was too cold. So. I come inside and I'm praying for this guy. The spirit of God drops. And then the following week, he comes to church. And I remember it was guys in the church, you know, because the church is a hospital. And they were looking at me like, how you bring him? They knew who he was because he sold a lot of drugs. And, and so, and, um, and, and so he, he's at the altar, like, crying out to Jesus. He gives his life to Jesus, brings his wife and his daughter, um, or his girl and his daughter to church as well. And they give the life to Jesus that day. It was important that I allow the anointing of God to be, to be, to be activated at that moment, that time. You have to die to yourself sometimes when you go to these places. You have to die to yourself. Why? Because there's a people who are waiting for you. There's a place that is waiting for you. There's some things that God wants to put in your life so that you can be the blessing that you need to be wherever you go. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. Now, 
What's going to happen in the next six months here, okay? I'm just straight up prophetic. Now, I know that God is going to expand uh, this ministry. I already know it. I know God is going to expand. I, I, last time I came here, I was worshiping over there, and the Lord said, y'all going to get this building. I said, I went to him. I said, hey, I think the Lord said you about to get a building. And um, I, was really, I was really torn because it's easy to come to a church and say, you about to get a new building. But here's what the Lord said to you guys. There was, a, there was a, another mantle that was dropped, and that mantle was actually a mantle of growth. Um, it is when God sends you to a place of famine or a place that hasn't seen growth, but then God puts a mantle on you to actually grow. You don't have to do nothing about this one. You just need to be faith, found faithful and faithful before the Lord, and God will send you. There's also something that God is doing inside of you. Uh, is, again, I know that God's calling you. I, you're going you're gonna to laugh at this, Stephanie, but you will be a pastor, and you will, you will flow, and you will be up here preaching. I know that for sure. Okay, so what's going to happen in the months to come within a year, um, we will be celebrating your commencement. What do, you, what do you call it? Commencement. You will become a pastor. They will be ordaining you as a pastor. Are you an ordained pastor already yet? No, not yet. He's just your wife. Well, you're going to be a pastor. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know it's about to happen. Um, and so uh, what, what's happening is that God is sending you guys to a place for people so some things can be released in the land. <coughs> And so we, we ask for God to actually send revival, but when God sends you to a place to bring revival, um, it is very important that we are obedient. All right, woman of God who intercedes? Amen. Yes, you're an intercessor? In the name of Jesus. Yes. 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 Amen. And God bless you, too, as God is increasing because she's going to be on the wall and the Lord is going to speak to her. Very strong. Very strong. OK. All right. So I'm, I'm just being frank, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be frank. I'm just being frank. OK. There is things that are coming straight up, man, that I am super excited about this house. And um, the Bible says um, the fruit of the Spirit, one of the results of the Spirit is the joy. And so you guys are going to experience a lot of joy. This is not going to be a heavy burden. This is not going to be a heavy burden. This is going to be something that, the God, that God will do with you guys. And um, as God is multiplying you guys, uh, he's going he's gonna to actually give you guys the grace to do what is about to happen for a place and for some people. Amen? Now, when the people come, don't be shocked. Because I was driving through here, and I said, God, show me what's in the land. I was like, oh, Lord, look at that guy. Look at her, too. Look at them. Look at them. And when God sends you to a people, um, it's not always the people that sometimes you think. Just like I said, I'm over in, in uh, Bushnell. You ever come to Bushnell in my house, you'll see what I'm talking about. God sent me to these people over here in my neighborhood to be the light. And God reminded me um, when I moved out here to my first place, and I said, this will be, um, we used to call it um, Every Day Shall Be Friday. And we're going to have a block party, and everybody's going to come to it. And we're going to pray, and we're going to do all this stuff. And then it was happening. And I was like, Lord, you got to make these funds work <laughs> or multiply this chicken, Jesus. <laughs> and do you know every house that was coming in, people were moving in, they were in our driveway every Friday. They were expecting it. The kids were expecting it. We had so many people come out to that house, man. One, day, one time I had 120 youth come over, and nobody in the neighborhood said anything. I blocked off the street. We playing basketball. We were crazy. We had music turn up, and all the neighbors are outside like, this is the best thing ever. And like, don't call the cops, please. <laughs> but we really did. We, we had those moments where I knew God has called us to be there and to be the light. And there's my Muslim, my neighbor who was Muslim, she, she was out there and she made food to come out to the table. She needed to see the love of Jesus. And when God calls you to places, it's very important that you are obedient to whatever God is telling you to do in that land. He, he might not actually do the same thing. I'm almost done. He might not, how much time, six minutes ago? How many, what time we get done? In a few minutes? Cool. All right, all right. He said two hours. Um, but here's the deal. He's calling you to do what he's calling you to do. He's not calling you to do 
what I'm call, what he, you calling me to do. He needs you to play your part. Wherever you are, play your part. You, you, have, you were taking pictures. I can't take a picture to save my life. <laughs> but that anointing is on you, lady. Come on, girl. Come on. Take them pictures. Take one out. Take one out. <laughs> take them. Use it for the glory of God. God is going to use your gift. And, and so uh, uh, Matthew 21, top of the scripture, he talks about, he tells the disciples, go down there and go get the donkey for me. He tells you sometimes God will tell you to go down there and go places. So he would tell the people to go places, disciples, go down there and get that donkey for me. I want to ask you, what things are you willing to let God use? They let them use the donkey. What things did God, has God given you for God to use? It might not be a mic. You might not be a youth pastor. You might not be an awesome communicator like Pastor Israel. But there's something that God has given you for God to use. You might do makeup. You might can dance. Oh, oh, you put a good song on. I can dance too. I don't know what you do. But can God use it? Can God use what you have? My wife makes cakes. I can tell I can eat something. But God, can God use what your gift is? Some of you guys might be called to teach. Can God use it? Can God use it? And can he trust you in the places that he sent you? Can, is, can, can, is he going to find you like the fig tree with no fruit? Is he going to find you in a place where he's going he's to come to the fig tree and he's going to expect that there's something that I'm, I'm coming for. I'm hungry. I want to I wanna be fed. I want to use this, the, what this, this tree is supposed to have. But when I come to it, when he comes to it, is he going to find any fruit? Are you occupying the spaces that God has sent you? And then when God comes to your place, Matthew 21, next set of verses, he talks about going into the, the triumphal entry. The next set of verses, he goes to the temple, and the presence of God is supposed to be there. This is where people are supposed to come get healed and delivered and set free. They're supposed to receive from the Lord. And when he gets there... The people that he has called to be in the place are actually selling doves and doing the wrong things in the presence of God. So you know what Jesus does? He flips over some tables. Y'all supposed to have this done. You supposed to, this is supposed to be a place where the people are supposed to receive from me. And you guys are defiling it. Then he says, this will be the house of prayer. What's important about that scripture? He said, this, my house will be known as the house of prayer. Why, why is that? Because the people need to encounter God's presence. And not only are we, they're supposed to come in here and experience God's presence, because in the presence of God, as we say at our at Life Church, in the presence of God, he says, listen, uh, it changes everything when you get into the presence of God. When people encounter Jesus, they encounter change. And when they change, it was a real change. And they, and they couldn't even shut it up. The guy who actually had legion inside him, he has an encounter with Jesus, and the demons come out, and the pigs running the thing, and, the, and Jesus is like, hey, listen, don't, don't, don't wait, before you say anything, and he's like, boom. The Bible says that theologians say that he ran back, and revival happened because he could not shut his mouth because he had an encounter with the Lord. The Bible says that he was stuck in the cave crying out, oh, man, I don't like this. I don't like where I'm at. I don't like this depression. I don't like this anxiety. He has an encounter with Jesus. Jesus fixes him, and then we and when he has this encounter, everything changes. And so he doesn't go back. And I want, when we, people have an encounter with Jesus, I, I want to, I this is my question. Are we really having an encounter with Jesus? Because when we look at these encounters with Jesus, this is a lifestyle change for most of the people who encounter Jesus. This is the reason why we have to stay in prayer, get into his presence, so that we can bring real change that changes lives. I want to talk to somebody in here because you were praying for your, your siblings. You've been praying for your family. Uh, you know that saying that says, push, push, pray until something happens, which means that every day I'm going to bombard heaven on the behalf of someone else. ITG, stand in the gap, in the gap. Remember that. Write that down. ITG, stand in the gap and push. Pray until something happens. 
Some of us, we don't even stay long enough in prayer when we're praying for our individual, our friends, our family, our places, our people, and the things. He said, I need you to get back on your knees and bombard heaven in prayer. Don't be weak in prayer. Don't grow weary in prayer. You come and you bring that person to prayer every day. God, I ain't see it yesterday, but today I'm believing for it. Father, I thank you, Lord God, you heard my prayer yesterday, and today we're adding on to it. And wherever they at, I pray, Lord God, you make them uncomfortable, but since people send people full of your word to preach the gospel to them. I pray your spirit will fall fresh wherever they at. I prayed this prayer one time, and I mean, I mean <laughs> this kind of got me, whoa. I said, um, Lord, when they smoke that weed, I pray your presence will fall down and they won't even get high. And I pray that they will find their way back to my house. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, that youth knocked on my door. Man, bro, I, I, I had to come to your house. I'm at 3 o'clock in the morning. For real, though? But I prayed it. And some of us need to get those bold prayers back out again. I'm shutting down things. I'm like, man, listen, if it ain't right, God, I want, I want to shut down. Be the God who, who, who answers by fire. Be the God who answers by fire. Father, I need you to stand up and show out in my friends and family's life. Pray for your family. Stop. Don't give up on your family. Don't give up on your friends. Don't give up on your neighborhood. I saw a witch one time sprinkling black dust around my neighborhood. And I already playing claim my neighborhood. Listen, gang, gang, I work with Jesus. You know what I mean? Don't come on my neighborhood sprinkling black dust everywhere. So I went behind her and had some anointed oil, and I sprinkled it behind her in the name of Jesus. I went to her yard. This house going to be gone. She got two options. Either she's going to give her life to Jesus, she's got to go. And two weeks later, the police department came and it took her from her own house. She was paying for it. She never was seen again. Enough is enough. I'm drawing the line. Satan, you can't have my family. You can't have my neighborhood. You can't, you can't, you can't. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm going to Cypress High School. I put it on, put it on, I hope it's recorded. Put it on the podcast. I'm going to Cypress High School. Y'all fighting over there. Now the anointing of God. We applying the anointing. I'll put the oil all up on every kid. I'm every place. I'll anoint the oil. They'll come to the, to the school. I'm like, man, this thing is oily. What's going on? I'm rebuking Satan. I'm telling him here and here no longer. He's called us to a people. When are we going we gonna to stand in the authority that Jesus has given us? So we've got to get back to prayer. And we got to be fervent with that thing. And we, gotta let, we can't let it go. I'm not, I told my youth on last Wednesday, I am not letting go. I am going to go after you guys with all my might. I don't care. I don't care if you look at me in my face and say I'm crazy. Thank you, I'm crazy. I'm going to go crazy in prayer. And if I get back to my prayer closet, it is on. I'm calling every spirit out. You're going to come off this generation in Jesus' name. I'm going right up to the top, all the way to the bottom. You're going to come off this generation in the name of Jesus. This generation is blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Nothing else, nothing less. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm drawing the line. When are you, what are you drawing the line in? What are you drawing? The Bible says that we should be holy as he is holy. I know I'm going to another scripture, but, but God has called us to be set apart. And if God is calling us to be set apart, and he's calling us to, to actually stand holy, there's some things that we have, to, we have to hate what God hates and love what he, love what he, we've got to love it. But we've got to learn how to hate those things that God is not about. Amen? I want to challenge us to step forward in the places and allow the anointing of God to speak. And listen, here's the deal. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. And as the fig tree, he spoke to the fig tree. The fig tree responded to the anointing. As you stay into the presence of God, as you carry the presence of God, you know how people say, you got to, every day you got to strap yourself together with the armor of God every day. And my thing is, you should never take it off. You keep that armor on. Because the time you take it off, you best believe that devil's waiting. And then another thing is, stop being on the defense, get on the offense. We go into the enemy's camp and we taking back everything the enemy told, stole from us. And we're not, we not taking no for an answer. This is a season where God is calling us to actually be in prayer and show up wherever we go. Show up with what? Show up with the anointing of God. 
When I come, the anointing of God, the whole host of heaven is coming with me. And I am looking for a change. This and I'm done. I remember in Richmond, Virginia, they said that eight out of 10 high school girls was pregnant. I said, eight out of 10? What kind of statistic is that? And who's keeping count? Well, I worked in George with high school, and this is true. All the kids, I remember seeing young kids. At one point in time, I saw a sixth grader pregnant. It couldn't have been me. I'd be in jail. Couldn't have been me. Eighth grader pregnant. We got to high school. Night, this is fights after fights after fight. I said, we can't be anointed of God inside this school and all this is happening. So we praying in our room. I said, we can't pray in this room. We got to start anointing this place and breaking this thing off these people. Now it got chaotic. Don't get it wrong. Uh, we prayed around that place and uh, I walked around the corner and was breaking up a fight. And it, I mean, I felt the girl's hair get ripped out of her head. Her head. <sighs> Next day, guess what? I got back in that place and we prayed again. I remember standing in the church lobby and I saw the government officials walk in, this, in the church. They were serious too. And then they went to the pastors and got all together and said, um, because of you guys' consistency, um, this year the crime rate is um, down in Richmond, Virginia. We're not in the top 10 cities, dangerous city in the world anymore. Interesting. Not only that, Teen pregnancy is down three out of ten, and because of your consistency, um, um, we, we're seeing girls not being as, uh, as pregnant as much. But consistency matters. It's consistently going before the throne of grace, boldly before the throne of grace. It's consistency and praying and showing up. Consistency coming and applying the anointing. Consistency is very key in this season. So as we go here, as God is calling us to the places to the people and to be the blessing to, and the thing, to the things and the things that God's given us. Uh, he's looking for us to actually apply the anointing in this season through all those places, the things, the people, and the places. Amen? Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for your word, that God, you are sending us to allow the anointing to speak through our lives to people, uh, to the places, and to the things, Father. You're going to use us to be able to, to go forth and carry forth the will of God. I pray, Lord God, many, many souls will be saved, Lord God. We pray for salvation to hit this house, Lord God, that many souls will be saved. Would you draw uh, the unsaved here so they can be discipled in the name of Jesus, Lord God, so they can be discipled. We thank you, Lord God, for the neighbors and the people in this community, Lord God, will hear the gospel because this church is here. Father, I pray, God, you will bless Freedom Church in the name of Jesus. May they lack no good thing. Would you bless them, Lord God? In Jesus' name I pray. Everyone says. If you would like to learn more about who we are and what we believe at Freedom Church, then make sure you visit our website at freedomchurchfamily.com. You will find it easy to invest in this ministry as well as be a part of our upcoming events. Thank you so much for listening and remember to subscribe to hear more messages like this one. We pray you accept this gift of freedom and share it with someone you know.